everyone. I'm Kelly Mobeck, a coach and a leadership trainer, and I'm super passionate about helping you find out who you are authentically as a leader, own it, and go out and make an impact in your life and the lives of others. This world needs your leadership, your gifts, your unique brilliance, and I believe that real leaders don't wait, they create. I know firsthand that life is going to throw us curveballs, that we're going to doubt our greatness, our ideas, and our contributions. And my goal is that you believe in yourself beyond reason, and I get to be a coach and a champion for you each week so that you feel inspired, motivated, and most important, in action toward your unique impact in this world. So let's jump in. This episode is sponsored by Lyft. The Leadership Impact Forum. Stay tuned at the end of this podcast for information on how you can participate in this exciting program. Hi there, everyone. Welcome to today's episode. This is Coach Kelly. And you guys, remember last week on episode 67 when we talked about setting goals, being unreasonable, getting uncomfortable, and creating meaning, joy, and fulfillment in life? Do you remember? Yeah, that was a good one. It was a good one because that is where life is happening. I am really into this right now because I just am such a big fan of stretching outside the comfort zone. My husband and I recently just went on vacation and we had the incredible opportunity to swim with whale sharks. That had been on my bucket list. It was definitely outside my comfort zone and it was awesome. Uh, You guys might remember also that on an episode with Shirley Patterson, who's one of our lift coaches, we talked a little bit about me sharing a story about jumping out of a perfectly good plane, right? Skydiving, skydiving. I'm going to tell you something that was way, that was, I don't, that was so beyond my comfort zone and so unexpected. Let me just say that. So today we're going to continue with the theme through a story that was life-changing and one that reminds me always to this day to keep growing, stretching, and living the life I want so that I can be a contribution to others. It was a time when I stretched way outside of my comfort zone. And when I woke up that morning, I had no idea it was coming. I knew about the whale sharks because my husband and I planned that one. But the day that I jumped out of a perfectly good plane, I had no idea that that was coming. I did not wake up that morning. I did not see it. Wasn't, it it was not even a thought in my mind. The only thing I was thinking about that morning when I woke up was going and supporting amazing leaders in an amazing leadership program. That's the only thing that I was thinking about, but you know what? Life is funny like that. So what I want to say is when those opportunities show up and when a perfectly good plane appears in your life, go ahead and jump because we have this one precious life. I, I, you know me, I love these musical interludes and I can never, ever do Tim McGraw any justice. This song has been stuck in my head for several days now, as I've been thinking about this episode. So my hope is that it gets stuck in your head. Here we go. I went skydiving, I went Rocky Mountain climbing, I went 2.7 
has been stuck in my head because we have this one precious life and you know we gotta live it we gotta live it so we're going to talk about what is the comfort zone why do we have it and what's a bit available when we jump out of it right so let's start with what is that comfort zone the comfort zone is something that we all have every one of us it's different for every single one of us there might be some things in there that are similar but it's different for all for all of us and it's literally shaped by our beliefs those beliefs that we've had for years and years and years and years they started when we were very young it is shaped also by our mindset our attitude that we we have about said beliefs, if you will, our behaviors that we exhibit, right? Because our behaviors follow those beliefs that we have. So, you know, if I'm afraid of heights, I'm probably not going to jump out of a plane. P.S. I'm, I'm getting a little afraid of heights. No, I'm just kidding. No, I, I re- well, yeah, no, I don't know. That's all other episode anyway. And then the assumptions, the assumptions that we make, it's all connected, all connected. And that's what surrounds our comfort zone. That's what surrounds our comfort zone, our beliefs, our attitudes, our behaviors, and our assumptions, right? And so when we think about things that are uncomfortable to us, and it's plenty, those are the things that are going to start rolling around. Those are the things that are going to start triggering. Our limiting beliefs are going to start screaming at us, all that type of thing. But I'll tell you, our comfort zone, it is so comfy, cozy in there. It's super predictable. It's super safe. It's gives us an illusion of control. It's familiar. I can go on and on. And I'm sure I have on other episodes because I'm a big fan of getting outside of it because the purpose of getting outside of our comfort zone is to grow. That's the whole purpose. It goes hand in hand with those seagulls that we were talking about last week. Okay. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you got to go jump out of a perfectly good plane. Doesn't necessarily mean it on that day for me, it was, but it doesn't mean that it's necessarily that you might look at what does jumping out of a plane represent for me? What's my beliefs about that? What are my attitudes about that? Holy cow. What behaviors, you know, I'm I, I started sweating in places. I didn't even know you could sweat when I thought about jumping out of a perfectly good plane and you know, what are the assumptions that I'm making? And so when you dig into that, you start finding out what the growth opportunity was, okay? Or what it is, what what the opportunity is. So why do we even have a comfort zone? You guys, it's really simple. To keep us exactly where we are. That's why we have them. That's why it's a comfort zone. Doesn't mean that it's bad. Comfort zone's not bad. Sometimes we gotta, we gotta lean into that a little bit. It's okay, that's okay. And since we're here to grow, we're on this planet, we're here in this life to grow, jumping out of a perfectly good comfort zone. It's a great, it's a great thing to do. So let me tell you through a story what's available when we move past our comfort zone. So I'm going to share with you guys. I share this in our lift program. And so if you're, if you're joining, don't worry, I've got other comfort zone stories too. Um, but I'm going to share this with one, this one with you, because I remember Shirley recommended that I do. 
So years and years ago, I worked for a training company and my mentor and coach, Barbara Fagan and uh, fantastic coaching teams. We, I think we were doing like our inaugural leadership program up in Sacramento, up in Sacramento. And we had amazing leaders that had joined us. You guys, I have been involved in leadership my entire life. So wherever it shows up, that's where I go. That's where I go. So back when I used to work for a training company, I ran the leadership division and um, my mentor, Barbara Fagan uh, was one of the co-founders and president of the company. And Woo! Talk about someone who will stretch you out of your comfort zone. So clients, when I stretch you outside of the comfort zone, know that I have been taught by the best. Just saying. Okay. So here we are. We're in Sacramento. We are at what is the second, the final weekend of the entire program. Now, leaders have been stretching all the way through because as a leader, leaders know that we are constantly growing and we are constantly stretching throughout life. Okay. So that morning I woke up, it was, you know, I was super excited to see the leaders. They had all been going through working with coaches after our first weekend. And I was so excited to to come back together and see everyone and everyone was going to be together live and in person. It was awesome. Okay. And then in the morning, one of the leaders and his buddy decided it would be a great idea to share what his final comfort zone challenge that he pulled was going to be. And it was skydiving. You guys, it was skydiving. And he saved it for last because he thought it would be a great idea to have everybody in the group do it with him. Now, let me tell you, as a facilitator and trainer and coach of leaders. I'm like, yes, what a great idea. Now it caused us quite a bit of pivoting. Um, We had to move things around because we had certain deliverables that we promised them in the way of content and skills and tools and, and, and things like that. But, you know, we're always up for good challenges, leaders, right? And so we did. We moved some things around and we found, our, well, we didn't. They found the leaders, a skydiving company in Sacramento, and we're, we're, we're going to do it. We're off. We're going to end the day early. We're going to get out there. We made reservations. We could do this. Done deal. Now, I was like a kid in a candy store. I'm like, how awesome is this? The leaders, they're going to jump. It's going to be amazing. Oh my gosh. And we get to coach them through all their fears, this and this. Now I'm so excited. I am like gushing all over, all over my boss. And she said, you know, I love to be a bubble burster and let you know that I don't know why you're talking about them, that they're going to go, you're going to go too. And I'm like, oh no, 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 no. I am, (laughs) no, I didn't sign up for this. I coach leaders to get through their comfort zone, but that doesn't mean that I got to do the same thing. Right. And she said, well, what's stopping you? And I said, well, you don't pay me enough. So I really can't afford to go skydiving. I I was saying that totally jokingly. She said, don't worry, I'll pay for it. Don't worry, I'll pay for it. What else is stopping you? And I said, you know, I, I am, I am certain that my husband is not going to love this, not going to love this. He's like, well, I'm sure she said, I'm sure you can, I'm sure you can be with him and, and enroll him in this amazing opportunity. So what else is stopping you now? I didn't want to go there because there was something much deeper that was, that was stopping me. 
at that time. And I wasn't willing to be vulnerable in that moment. When I look back in the moment, I wasn't thinking you're not being vulnerable. I just wasn't thinking. I'm like, I am not doing this. I am not going to jump out of a perfectly good plane. All of a sudden, I, I feel like it was one of the times in my life I had been so incredibly scared and got it all tripped up in my mind. And I even called the other co-founder of the company and asked to transfer to her side of the business where they weren't jumping out of perfectly good planes. And, you know, that got denied. I totally lost my mind in front of everybody, the entire coaching team um, that I was a leader for, um, the entire leadership participants that I was a leader for. I mean, I just lost my mind. I pretty sure I was hyperventilating. I was crying. There was snot everywhere. Again, sweating from places I don't even know. And literally was at this moment of, I could just quit now and go back to mortgage banking. It's fine. It's fine. I know how to do that. And I don't have to jump out of a plane in mortgage banking. All right. So I went through all these things. And the one thing that, you know, nobody can make you do anything, right? So she, Barbara didn't make me jump out of a plane. I want to be really, really clear, but she knew me and she knew what I was up to. And what she did was she zoned right into something that was so powerful that actually got me to say, okay. And it was this question, how is it that you can be a leader of leaders and just watch? Oh, I said, but I'm not just watching you know, certainly I'm going to coach them. And she said, I'm going to ask you again, how can you be a leader of leaders and not go with them? Now that got me to my core. That got me to my core because it hit me at a level of purpose and why I was in this business of being with people to move beyond what limits them. And so I I knew, and I started crying and I said, okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to go And I'm going to, I'm going to do this dive. I'm going to jump out of a perfectly good plane. This is when it sort of started getting surreal. And she asked me, what else is stopping you? I get there's something else there. And I said, what if I'm too heavy? You see at that time I had some real body image issues, right? And I was really struggling with weight loss and I was constantly trying different diets and and all of that, okay? And she said, "Let's find out. Let's find out." Well, now I'm even more scared because I see there's a giant scale that you have to stand on in front of everybody and you get on it. And they're in, they're in, there is in fact a weight limit. Okay. This was a defining moment in my life because this was like being vulnerable in front of people and, and, and leaving it all out there on the table or the scale, if you will. So I got on the scale, the dive master, like the head guy said, yep, we can do this. We can do this. I don't know if I believed him. Honestly, I was still because, you know, our limiting beliefs are so powerful that I was still sure there was no way I would be allowed to skydive. Like in my mind, I was, you know, way too big in my mind, you guys, in my mind. But he said to me, look me straight in the eyes. And he said, I got you, Kelly. You want to jump? We're going to jump. Let's go. 
So I sat down and I watched the video and oh, I paid so much attention to all of the rules. Being a rule follower, I was going to do it right. And whatever right meant. Okay. I did call my husband. He was not at all thrilled not at all thrilled. He's not the risk taker in the family. I am. That's what makes us balance out so beautifully. Well, thank you. So he wasn't happy. My boys were thrilled. They were jazzed. They were like, come on, mom, let's go. So anyhow, get into gear, get into the plane. This is a tiny, tiny, tiny plane. It's so tiny that there's only one seat and that's for the pilot. And then it's the rest is empty and it only can fit two tandem divers at a time and then a camera person. Okay. If there's a camera person, that's it. Tiny plane. So we get in the plane. I'm telling you, and, and your tandem, your tandem master is, you guys are new best friends. They are strapped so tight. You're pretty sure you're related. Okay. (laughs) Right there. I was like, this is, this is horrifying. Oh my gosh. Okay. So you get into the plane and they're talking to you. And what was so beautiful, it was the end of the day. And by the way, I forgot to say this. Let me back, 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 back. Once we got there and we went through the whole thing and everybody's getting ready to dive, there was a moment where they said, we're only going to be able to do go up three times. So that means only six of you can dive. So I thought this is perfect because I'm not going to take away an opportunity for some of these other leaders or the coaching team to dive if they want to dive. Like it is it, it, I will absolutely take the pass. Well, nobody let that happen. Everybody said, and you will dive. Okay. So now more self-limiting beliefs are happening because how could I take away the spot from people that really wanted to dive? What kind of human am I? And I go right back into all the things that limit me. And I'm going to go right back into the comfort zone because it is comfortable for me to make sure everybody is happy. That's comfortable. So I'm going right back in. Well, that got stopped. Everybody voted and I got the sixth spot. And um, I'm not sure if I was grateful. Just going to say that later on, maybe, but not, not then. Anyhow. Okay. So back in the plane, we go up. And the thing that was so amazing is that ride up. It seemed like it was so long, but it was an opportunity. And I was so grateful for, yeah, I was, I was freaking out. I'm not gonna lie. I was so scared. But at the same time, all of a sudden there was this calm and I was praying and praying and praying and praying. I believe in God. Y'all know that. And I was leaning in, leaning in. And in that leaning in, what I believe he helped me to do was to really connect again back with my purpose. The thing that Barbara had questioned earlier, right? That connected me back to my purpose. And I got really clear about why I was doing this. And I had to let my ego go. I had already gotten on the scale. Everybody in the room saw it was big. This is a, I've never seen a scale so big. I'm just saying everybody saw the numbers. They saw them. Okay. They saw the numbers. So that was out. I really, in my gut and I, in my heart, I knew I would land, but I didn't know what I didn't know that I didn't know. And when we don't know what we don't know that we don't know, that is pretty scary. Okay. So it was just this constant back and forth. Like I'm freaking out. This is really exciting. I'm freaking out. No, this is really exciting. Front of the hand, back of the hand, front of the hand, back of the hand. Some of you know what I'm saying. When I say front of the hand, back of the hand, 
You want to know what that means? Come and talk to me. I will share that little tip with you. Front of the hand, back of the hand. I was going back and ba- back and forth, back and forth. Anyhow, we get up to however many feet up you are. I think it's 18,000 feet. It might even be higher than that. I, I can't recall in this particular moment. And I didn't do my research. I'm just speaking from the heart here. Not just, I am speaking from the heart. So we get to that, that, that level in which it's time. And they tell you they're going to cut the engine. So when, you know, you cut an engine, like it's, it's not moving, it's stopped. And in this particular plane, they had to cut the engine. So there's no time to think about this. You got to drop and roll. You just got to drop and roll. Okay. So I'll never forget the engine cuts. I have never heard more silence in my life. Life slowed down in front of me. The plane door flies open and I was right there because I was the first one going out. I actually was number five. The plane door opens and there's no time to think. And my tandem master, he said, you say it, you scream, make sure. And by the way, tip for those of you that haven't, haven't skydived yet and are thinking about it, do not hold your breath. When you jump out of the plane, you're going to want to, you're going to feel like it. It feels natural when you're jumping into something, whether it's water or the air, you're going to want to hold your breath. Don't do it because it will make you sick. You want to scream and exhale. Okay. So I, so we, so we go like, you can't think it's like, go and you take a somersault out and we're flying. Okay. Okay. I screamed. I said words again. I didn't even know I knew. (laughs) I said so many words. I think my tandem guy, he high-fived me. I'm sure of it. Then he said, that's right. That's right. And then we are free falling. And you guys, it was the most amazing experience because it's not what you think it's going to be. And I don't want to take it away from any of you that are thinking about it, but it's not what you think it's going to be. Sure. You're a little cheap clerk like this, right? They're 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 right. And those pictures are pretty, but it's not what you think it is. And it is freeing. It is freeing. It is beautiful. It is surreal. And then he pulls the chute and you fly up. I'm going to say that part was a little more jarring, just a little bit more jarring. And there's a few other things along the way. Again, I don't want to take the experience away from anyone. There's a couple other things along the way that he explained that happened that took my breath away as we were, as we were flying. And as we went down, he asked me, do you like roller coasters? And at that time I did, I really did. This was a long time ago. At that time, I loved roller coasters. So he said, all right. So we had the most amazing, exciting roller coaster ride all the way down. And we got to see the sunset like three times during this dive. It was incredible. It was beautiful. And by the time we landed, it was just like almost dark. So you can't land on your feet because you can't see. So he asked me, do you like baseball? I love baseball. It's my favorite sport. Do you know what it means to slide into second? I know how to slide into second. We're sliding into second. Let's go. We had to leave first base. That was a perfectly good plane to get to the land. That was second base. And we landed and we flew, we slid 
it seemed like so far <laughs> across this field, but <gasps> it was exhilarating. It was exhilarating. And I remember I flew up, I stood up and I put my arms up in the air and screamed and squealed with delight. I had never, I, I don't remember when I had felt that kind of adrenaline and excitement and holy moly, it was amazing and exhausting all at the same time. And it was so amazing because then there's all the participants, all the leaders, all the coaches, my boss, Barbara, there to cheer you on and congratulate you. And it was thrilling. It was thrilling. And we end the day, we go back. I slept like a rock. I'm sure of it. Then the next day I wake up and I think about it. I think about, again, you guys, I do this. I think about who am I being each day? Who am I going to be with each day? And I thought, well, I get to go back into the room and see all of the leaders that I made an absolute fool of myself with the day before. But you know, it's okay. It's all right. You know, it's, oh, but I was dreading it. You guys, I was dreading it because I had made such a fool. I wish I could reenact that for you. It was crazy. So anyway, we go in and everybody gets to share their experience. And I'll never forget one leader. She jumped up and she hadn't jumped. As a matter of fact, she had been fairly quiet during most of, of the program. But you know what? The quiet ones, I'm just saying there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. And I remember she stood up and she said, you know what? I didn't go. I didn't jump. I watched. And it was so impactful for me to see Kelly, who is our leader, if she could go through what she went through yesterday, all the vulnerability, which I hadn't even realized until that moment when she was sharing all the vulnerability being literally a hot mess, practically hyperventilating. If she could go through all that and get over herself and jump anyway, I can do anything. That's why we jump. Because see, she said the impact, she shared the impact that it had for her being able to see somebody else who she thought had it all together, saw the humanness and saw the willingness to do whatever it takes to be a leader that develops leaders and to follow the lead and jump anyway. That, my friends, was everything. That was everything because it was about impact. And that's part of my purpose. It was everything. So why do we step outside our comfort zone? Why do we jump outside our comfort zone? Why do we jump out of a perfectly good plane? So we can grow, so that we can stretch, so that we can grow, so that we can make the biggest impact that we want to make out there in the world. And that's why we do it. And I can't say that jumping out of a perfectly good plane is still completely outside of my comfort zone. It's still not completely. I'd probably have to dive 20 more times for me to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'd probably have to become a dive master <laughs> for that to be in the comfort zone, but I would do it again. I would do it again in a heartbeat because let me tell you some of the bonuses were, I was on fire for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks after that. I lost 18 pounds without even thinking about it. Literally wasn't even thinking about it. But my mind had shifted. Who I was in the world, who I was being in the world, who I saw myself 
was not who it was before I jumped. And that my friends is why we jump. Okay. So I I hope you enjoyed that story. We will be right back after this important message. So stay tuned. This episode is sponsored by Lyft, the Leadership Impact Forum. Are you looking to grow your leadership skills? Are you ready to take the lead in your life personally and professionally? Are you someone who feels called to do something bigger than yourself? If you're ready to lift yourself to the next level, to meet the authentic leader that you are, and to create an impact in your life and the lives of others, then Lift the Leadership Impact Forum, is for you. This multi-week training program, led by Coach Kelly, will teach you the 10 leadership principles that will help you become more productive and fulfilled in your personal and professional life. The Lift program includes weekly group coaching sessions designed for you to reach the outcomes you want. This is your opportunity to work with an intimate cohort of like-minded people as Coach Kelly guides you towards creating the change that will unleash your full potential. If you're looking to create an incredible impact and have a positive effect on others, then sign up now for Lift, the Leadership Impact Forum. For more details on how to register, go to kellyjmobeck.com and get started right away. Leaders don't wait, they create. And we're back. So I challenge all of you, whether it's skydiving or not, find those things that are outside of your comfort zone. Find the purpose in stretching and jump. Do it and do it over and over again. Get comfortable being uncomfortable because that's where living really is. This is the year to trust your natural knowing and getting to know your authentic self can take some time. And you don't have to do it all in one day. We're never behind in our life's work. Remember, we get to trust that more will always be revealed. So take pause, be kind to yourself, lean into your champion, stretch outside that comfort zone and trust your purpose that you are contributing to something much bigger than yourself, because then you are truly living fully the best version of you. Thank you so much for listening today. And I trust there was some great value for you as you move through your day and take the lead in your life. As always, any questions, anything you want me to address on this podcast, you know what? Send me a message through my website, kellyjmobeck.com. You want to stretch outside your comfort zone? Come join us in Lyft. We have some fun ways to have that happen for you and your growth will be extraordinary. It'll be extraordinary. So you can also find us on, you can find me, not us, find me on Instagram at Kelly Mobeck and join my new Facebook group, the Impact Growth Community and join us in Lyft. You guys have a great week ahead. And if it's not shaping up the way you want it to take the lead and create a fantastic one. I'll talk with you all next week. Take care. Thanks for listening to another episode of Let's Be Honest Before We Start Pretending. For more resources on taking the lead in your life, head over to kellyjmobeck.com and connect with me on Instagram at Coach Kelly Mobeck. If this episode was helpful for you, please feel free to share it with friends, rate and review it on iTunes. That's Apple Podcasts now. And at any time, feel free to connect with me and let me know what you want to hear next or what you're working on. I'm happy to help. Thanks again for listening. And here's to you taking the lead in your life.